Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Probably True. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes throughout, because it'd be boring otherwise. A young gentleman invited me round to his house the other day. One of those toned, six-pack sporting kind of guys. Everything pert and firm and lovely. We've been chatting for a while, which is how I prefer to take things when I'm meeting a guy for the first time. I don't like to rush into this kind of thing. I've never had that much luck with the, hey, I'm horny, let's meet right now, approach. I'm never that horny, for one thing. And there's only so many times you can sit through stories about keeping chickens, or wake up staring into the eyes of a portrait of Margaret Thatcher, before you learn to balance the desire for instant gratification with a healthy dollop of, hang on, what if he's an idiot? You'd be surprised how often it comes up, to be honest. He seems cute, he's flirty, he's inter- oh, no, he's got a cat, he's mental, move on. Besides, I've never encountered someone in the horny, must-have-sex-now mindset that's actually in the mood to be fun in bed. The number of times after that kind of encounter that I've looked at my watch and thought, could have had a wank. Been better, and it taken half the time. I'll not bother in the future. So, anyway, I got to this guy's flat. He answers the door in a towel. The pert tits and washboard abs are all on show as droplets of water are running down his toned skin. He's just out of the shower and just... Whoa. He looked at me in the doorway as I smiled and said hi and... Oh, he said. I don't think this is going to work. You're much hotter in your pictures. And then he closed the door in my face. Which, I suppose, is admirable in a way. At least he knew what he wanted and he wasn't about to settle for anything less. Had it been the other way round, and I was meeting up with a guy who was apparently less hot than the pictures he'd been sending me, I'd probably have thought, well, he's here now, he looks keen, and then had sex with him anyway out of politeness. I blame my parents for bringing me up with good manners. But he didn't do that. He stuck by his guns, (laughs) guns, and told me to my face that I wasn't hot enough to have sex with him. So, off I went. It hurt for a little while, if I'm honest, but I did my best to be philosophical about it. I mean, no one is everyone's cup of tea, after all. And if everyone I fancied fancied me back, I'd have died of exhaustion years ago. I think I was mostly annoyed at him implying that I was sending misleading photos, as I always keep them quite up to date to avoid stuff like that. There's no point pretending to be hotter than you really are, because then this sort of thing happens when you meet up in person. Anyway, he'd sent me lots of pictures of him not wearing very much, so I just went home and looked at those for a while. Like I say, it was probably better than the real thing. For a normal person, this had probably been the start of a spiral into depression or a Rocky-themed hardcore workout montage, but I've never really mastered normal. Thing is, I've never really been happy with my body in the first place, so it's not like someone else having the same reaction shocked me very much. I'm not going to say I'm big-boned, but I do have a barrel chest, so clothes don't always fit me that well. You know, shirts do that annoying gape thing around the buttons, and when I buy a bigger size, it's all billowy around the bottom, and I'm always conscious of feeling bigger and chunkier than my skinny friends. I remember once being laid in bed with a young man, and as he looked at my body, he said, Wow, you're so 3D, which is a nicer way of putting it than anything I'd thought of. When I turned 30, I did start eating healthily-ish and exercising. Not because of guys like the one I just mentioned, but because of me. Facebook started doing that memories thing and showing me photos of myself in my 20s, and I cringed so hard I nearly dislocated a shoulder. I realised I didn't want to look back when I was old and nearly dead at photos of myself in my prime and think... Is that the best I did with that body? 
So yeah, now I work out, I eat healthily-ish. But it's not so you'll sleep with me. This is pure vanity. <laughs> I dated, all too briefly, a guy that turned out to have a really hot body once. Seriously, he was perfect to look at. There was not an angle from which he wasn't stunning, and I checked. I remember sitting with him once on a beach, him looking bronzed and pert and catching the eye of all the other hotties walking by, and I sat next to him and tried not to breathe out or blind anyone with my super white skin bouncing the sunlight straight off again. I'm effectively a human mirror ball. As we sat in this perfect place, I asked him if there was any part of his body that he didn't like. He looked at me funny and said, all of it, as if this was the most obvious thing in the world. And if this ridiculously handsome, sexy man wasn't happy with his body, what hope was there for me? Eventually, I realised the problem isn't my body, it's my head. Although I've never had any complaints. <laughs> hey! And still now, after almost four years of, you know, mostly eating healthily and working out a bit, when I look at myself in the mirror, all I see is a pale, saggy, squidgy lump. I can see the difference to the bigger, squidgier lump I was when I was in my 20s, but on the inside, nothing's changed. But then I realised that's exactly what we're supposed to think. Everywhere you look, on TV, in films, magazines, posters, everywhere, a beautiful sculpted Adonis's... Uh, Adonai. All of them screaming that we shouldn't be happy with the bodies we have. Instead, we're constantly told to compare ourselves to other near-impossible ideals and be aiming for that all the time. Because with everything, if we're happy with what we have, then we won't want to buy anything new. I can understand it with stuff like TVs, although I don't personally care. I can see how it works. You've got a TV, but is it flat screen? Is it HD? Is it a smart TV? Is it 4K? Is it 8K? And on and on and on. But to start thinking about your body like that is incredibly unhealthy. Lose some weight, get fitter, get a six-pack, get bigger arms, run a marathon. Wait, no, that's somehow soft now. Do a tough mudder because that's manlier and on and on. And, and magazines like Men's Health telling us how to get abs in six minutes a day, which is a really brilliant bit of mindfuckery when you think about it, because the implication there is that it's your fault you don't look like the guys in these magazines. As if there's no excuse we're not all muscle-bound hunks when it's so easy with our five-step, ten-minute programme. The problem is, of course, that it's not as easy as that. If any of their articles worked the way they claim, then those magazines would have gone out of business years ago because they'd have nothing new to write about. The idea isn't to attain what they're selling, but to keep us chasing it so that we'll keep buying the products. And gay magazines are, if anything, even worse. Growing up on the mean streets of Doncaster, I didn't really have any kind of role models in terms of what a gay man looked like. I was 17 before Queer as Folk came along, and even then, the young gay man was blonde-haired and blue-eyed and slim, toned muscle. So for a while, gay magazines were the only representation of what happy gay people looked like, and it was always this super-fit, perfectly-styled 20-year-old laughing while posing in designer underwear. Recently, somebody must have got a message through to whatever A-gay runs one of those magazines, because they did do a real bodies issue. Well, it got halfway there, at least. Maybe it got washed away by a protein shake or something, but they put Tom Daly on the cover the Olympic athlete, as the cover boy for their real bodies issue. But it's okay, because in the interview he did inside, he explained how people shouldn't feel bad when they don't look like him, because he's trained six days a week for the past 20 years. And I get that his body is real, in that he hasn't had anything surgical done to look that way, but I'm still not sure he was the best choice for a cover boy for that kind of thing. It's not helping the discussion. And I know that magazines sell because they put pretty people on the cover, but when you're young and impressionable, that's not how you think of it. Where are the skinny boys who look like the bastard son of a toast rack in a deck chair? Where are the curvy boys? The ones with a little podge or more than 12 body hairs? You know, the ones you wouldn't describe as stunning, but you'd probably snog if they bought you a drink. And the thing, the really stupid thing around the idea of body image is the way that you can't win. 
we're shamed if we don't work on our bodies and magazines are always full of people who've put on a bit of weight with that little red ring of shame just to point out the fact that they're human and they don't have to be super fit all the time. And then if you do work out, you get called manorexic or a gym bunny or something like that. I actually want to say something to anyone that shames someone either for not working out or for working out too much. For anyone who says anything negative about someone else's body, I just want to say, go fuck yourself. It's bad enough that there's this weird and unattainable idea of masculinity that we're all supposed to aspire to, but alongside that now we have this idea that our bodies are a commodity, and if it's not up to standard then it's okay to shame them about it, and then flip the table and shame those who actually do make an effort to reach this stupid and unattainable goal of the perfect body by accusing them of the height of vanity. It is hypocritical and downright dangerous. I work out because it makes me feel good. Then I go home and I eat my body weight in pizza because that makes me feel good too. And if in between those two activities there's a friendly young man or three who want to join me in the showers, then that'll make me feel good as well. And since I've made my peace with not having that perfect body, I'll seduce them with my charming penis and enormous personality instead. That was probably true. A storytelling series written and produced by me, Scott Flashhart. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 